you for joining us at Bangalore Revival Center. We are a church that's dreaming revival with God and serving people in love. It is our desire to equip you to represent Jesus and carry his great joy to the ends of the earth. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can visit dreamingrevival.com. Now, as you listen to the word, we believe that God will minister to you. So this morning, the Lord uh, would allow us to journey from the scripture in the book of Isaiah. You know, when I asked the Lord, what do you want me to share? I hear this word, desperation. As desperation. Then when Daddy was sharing last week Sunday, it's like someone sitting beside me telling me, let Josiah die that you may rise. I told that this is what I had. But when I went home, start reading the scripture concerning Josiah, I was so shocked what I found out. And that is what we're going to you know, learn today. I want you to pay attention. If you have a book, please jot down. If you have your phone, you want to write from your phone, but do not go on social media, please. You know, checking your WhatsApp, anything. Just, I want you to go home with something. I want you to go home with a parcel of gift that is coming from above. Amen. Uh, I will not go ahead and preach without saying a big thank you to my spiritual father and my spiritual mom. It's impossible. They have been a great pillar in my life, personally, for my family as a whole, encouraging, equipping me. You know, I really celebrate them for what God is using them to do from each one of us. You know, if you will agree with me, God has used them to raise so many leaders that have been sent out from this house. Our number may not be so much, but I tell you, what he carries is more than a, a church with thousands of people. We are here to be equipped. And I know you are ready to be equipped. Amen. Let's, you know, read Isaiah 6 verse 1. We, I would just want us to, you know, respect the word of God. Please shall we be on our feet as we read this first verse. We're going to read it together. One to go. It was that year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a loose throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. Amen. Please you may be seated. So, this is Isaiah speaking. He said, it was the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. Now, the question is, who is Uzziah? That is what you need to ask yourself. Who is Uzziah in your life today? Because each one of us seated here, those watching on the social media, I tell you, there is Uzziah in your life that you need to identify, that you need to deal with. Because without Uzziah dying, I tell you, you have no way. There is no way you're going to mount into the next realm of your calling. So this morning, I want us to, you know, study from the book of uh, Second Chronicle 26 verse 5. 
let's read from second chronicle okay he said Uzziah sought God during the days of Zechariah who taught him to fear God and was and as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord God gave him what success now number one thing and I want you to pick here Uzziah King Hosea was not an evil man from the beginning of his reign he was not an evil man right he saw the Lord in fact the previous scripture verse 4 said that he did good things that the Lord was so pleased just like his own father he was crowned as a king at the age of 16 imagine as young as 16 he was a king I don't know how old is the youngest person here you know just imagine it 16 years what did he know what did he know but he was crowned as a king because his father was assassinated he took over the throne he did a lot of good things that Lord was so proud of him he said wow man you know me you know my ways I'm gonna make you prosper and we're gonna see what kind of prosperity God gave him you know if you read them from the scripture I don't want to pull the verses because there is I have a lot of scriptures to read today you know the scripture men mention how King Hosea you know he identified his enemy now the reason why he could identify his enemy number one thing he saw the Lord through who a prophet who is Zechariah and Zechariah stood as his spiritual father he led him he taught him now without you having the fear of God you you know it's very rare for you to identify who is the enemy and who is your friend he saw the guidance he fears God the Lord opened his eyes he knew he began to recognize the old enemies of his own father not even his own the, the old enemies that have been there what did he do he you know he declared a war against the enemy when he declared war the Bible said God gave him a lot of what help and he won he won so many battles even the Arabs this man becomes so great that he built a great towers you know to to surround the Jerusalem you know the, the city of Jerusalem to protect the walls he built a great Amos because he knew look I have gone to war and have won when I was coming back I came back with a lot of trophy a lot of gold if I just sit and relax the enemy will come and plunder everything from me he decided to do what to protect everything he has gotten from the battlefield and you know, if you if you read down below you see that this Isaiah, this Uzziah he was a farmer he loved farming he has a lot of you know livestock everywhere he has you know he, he even employed people to work for him he was so rich that even in the wilderness he built forties have you seen a picture of forties before you see a very big mansions in the wilderness imagine how rich he is that he built such structure in the wilderness that is how rich he is and there is something I want us to understand when people become rich there is a problem 
when you become so rich and powerful there is always a problem let me not call it a problem I call it invisible enemy invisible enemy now this invisible enemy is not the kind of murder you know we as a child of God see the reason why the Lord is allowing me to share from this verse let me tell you the true reason he remind me that this year is the year of gathering now I had so many visions of revival there is going to be a, that is what I love the song there is an outpouring of abundance there is a great outpouring that is going to flow there's going to be a new grace you're going to run so speed in the Holy Ghost now for you to do that you have to deal with the invisible enemy because that invisible enemy don't want you to obtain those thrones he don't want you to climb high he wants you to remain here but this morning I believe the Lord is saying to you that you are crossing over this morning Amen if we read from 2nd Chronicles 20, uh, 26 verse 15 because we're going to jump uh, because a lot of verses is there so let's read the Bible says and he built structures on the walls of Jerusalem designed by the expert to protect those who shot arrows and hollowed large stones from the towers and the corners of the walls his fame spread far and wide for the Lord gave him what marvelous help and he became what powerful he becomes so powerful now I ask myself a question from the beginning of my journey who allows me who helped me to achieve all that I have achieved it was only God did I earn it in my own strength or ability my wisdom no look at this King Hosea he started so well this year so many of us are so well but if you look very well around you you see there's something is so wrong previously you see visions previously you see dreams you understand dreams previously you prophesy you go into trance but suddenly everything cut off because there are invisible enemy who is name is what pride is he proud is, is a killer he's more worse than cancer let's read the next verse verse 16 the Bible said but when he had become powerful he also became proud which led to his downfall he sinned against the Lord his God by entering the sanctuary of the Lord temple and personally burning incense on the incense altar this is an altar that was set apart for a certain people the descendant of Aaron when this king becomes so great you know that reminds me US so many countries if you look at the you know the most powerful countries 
you see when they are wealthy military powerful the same thing with King Uzziah he has the best military well trained they are ready to shoot they can they can fought with hands and one if you look at this country you see how proud they are today they boast they speak arrogantly I believe that the Lord is asking someone this morning that you should identify those pride in your life ask the Lord to open your eyes I want to identify this invisible enemy that is milking me that is sucking me that is killing me slowly you know there is this is a little rat we know when you sleep in the night it comes and you know it bites your leg then it blew breeze you don't feel the pain why he's you know taking your flesh when he leaves you man you feel the worst pain of your life this is the same thing with pride you're going to understand why I call it invisible enemy because it's very difficult to identify sometimes you are in it but you don't feel like you are in it it becomes part of you people look at you from a father and they're like man this guy is too proudful but you you can't see it so he became so powerful and pride took over him I want us to look into this pride of a thing and I want you to see the signs of pride first sign of pride number one entitlement entitlement you can't see it coming entitlement doesn't look like a pride right it doesn't look like it entitlement that is what led King Hosea into that tabernacle because he looked at the priest he was like who is this guy I can do I'm greater than them I'm a king automatically I own this land entitlement I'm the one here he walked into the tabernacle of the Lord where he is he doesn't even have a single right to step into entitlement and I take you to the book of Luke 22 verse 24 this is Jesus speaking to his disciples we are in the table he said they and then they began to argue among themselves about who would be the greatest among them who is going to be the greatest among them entitlement agreeing of who is the greatest even the, if you are the most powerful man in your working place you in fact you have excellence in the duty that you've been assigned can you remain humble even if in your school that you are the best student can you at least remain humble and submit submission sometimes we we look at ourselves like you know it's like i don't know how to put it you know it pops up in the mind like boom. like man i'm the one 
pride. Pride is a killer. Pride is a killer. If you don't kill pride today, as I speak, if you don't ask the Lord to open your spiritual eyes to identify this Mr. Pride, I tell you, when the act pouring eventually manifests everywhere, you will see yourself far below where you are ought to be. And I know it's not your portion. It's not a portion of anyone sitting here. Even those who are listening to me. Because why? The Lord wants you to identify them this morning. You know, I remember the scripture that says that when you go to a banquet, he said, sit behind so that the host will usher you to the front. When you sit in the front, if it's someone greater than you come, what happened? You'll be asked to leave the seat. You'll be publicly disgraced. Because people who see you in the front assumed you are the boss. But when you were being removed, how would you walk on the aisle? It's very disgraceful. And I know disgrace is not your portion. Amen. The next is ingratitude. Okay. second one should be here thinking yourself better than others thinking yourself better than others do you find this in your life do you identify this one that most of the time because I have seen the act around me let's say our spiritual daddy assign someone who have just come into the church who have just joined the church for a few years and you've been here for long in a position you are ought to be you begin to grumble murmuring no one has seen you outside you are maybe you went downstairs after the service but you were told this person is going to you know take this position that is pride i'm better than him why must he be the one playing the drum this Sunday no this kind of song I'm the one that's supposed to play this drum because I know it better no he's not the one that's supposed to sit on the key in your school why would they give him the best mark in your working place they gave him promotion but not me but I've been working here for so long very hard what is my reward nothing they just gave it to him he just came a few days ago that is pride you should be grateful celebrate whosoever that is being lifted do not allow this invisible enemy to deal with you deal with him first because I know he's in trouble today amen if you read second uh, Corinthians 10 verse 12 the Bible says 2nd Corinthians 10 verse 12 I read oh don't worry this is Apostle Paul speaking he said don't worry we won't dare say that we are as wonderful as those other men who tell you how important they are 
but they are only comparing themselves with each other using themselves as what standard of measurement you say how ignorant <laughs> you know I so much thank God see I'm not exception in this there are areas there are some points here that I'm fought that why studying the scripture because of those places I've made a mistake those places I've seen this invisible enemy that is why I decide to pick them so that why talking to you speaking to you releasing the word I'm also speaking to myself reminding myself this is it the invisible enemy they were you know these guys they compare themselves with one another but a true child of God in the place of Apostle Paul would say no I don't dare do that this is not who I am I'm of Christ Jesus Christ did not compel himself with anyone even when he has the right the scripture said no he betrayed himself he came and died then the next one is ingratitude ingratitude you know this one is so invisible that it's very hard to identify do you know your calling the anointing inside of you the gift that you carry whenever you begin to murmur grumble that people are disturbing you pride has taken over you someone need a prayer they call you on the phone perhaps you are just coming back you are very tired you began to grumble ah, why would they call me what can't they call someone else why is it disturbing me why he want this he want that this guy can you leave me alone this guy is a, is a thorn to my flesh I tell you pride has taken over you ingratitude the, the anointing the gift that you carry who gave it to you is expected of you to serve with diligent with all your heart with joyful heart because it's a great joy it's a privilege I tell you I'm so grateful I'm so grateful to God that I could stand here and share his word. You know why? Because I don't qualify. On my own, I didn't qualify. It's only the grace. And for that, I have to do it with all my heart. We should be, we should be so grateful to God. When we found our place, you know serving God we should count it joy it's a great joy let joy overflow in whatever you do for the Lord do not allow this man this invisible enemy to steal your place to make you to be dethroned you know the next point is seeking approval of men by trying to please them have you tried to please people ask yourself this question 
in which area of my life have I put effort instead of focusing in pleasing God I am so much putting effort to please men to make them to accept me no I want to sing better so that the congregation may appreciate my voice I want to dance better so that people will recognize me and appreciate me you want people to appreciate you that is pride that is pride the only one you should work hard for him to appreciate and accept you is Christ Lord Almighty and if you read Galatians 1 verse 10 this is the word of Apostle Paul he said obviously I love this man Apostle Paul you should try and make time to study all the episode of Apostle Paul it's so inspiring you know he said obviously obviously I'm not trying to win the approval of people but of God if pleasing people were my goal he said, I wouldn't be Christ's servant. Which means when you begin to seek approval of men, pride of taking over you, you are no longer in the place of serving God, you are serving men. Whatever you do, the glory will not go to the Father. Rather, even your reward is coming from men, not from the Father. You might be praying, screaming, speaking in tongue you want people to recognize that you are praying you want people to hear that you are you know how to pray you speak the best english i tell you mind you see in this race we take it so slightly in fact we we live so ignorant in this race I have seen things that I have done ignorantly and I wept inside my office inside my room I cry I say Lord wow. if you know what this invisible enemy have done to each one of us you would not give him a room anymore because for the Lord to give me this word he asked me how desperate are you to kill this invisible enemy and I want to ask you the same question how desperate are you it's easy said and done I will do this I will not do it again how desperate are you to take a minute and pray ask the Lord give me the speed give me the strength the ability the brave 
to deal with this invisible enemy give me victory just ask the Lord I need to be free I want freedom now not later I need the freedom now for giving us the freedom we bless your name you know the next point I this is something that is happening that we see everyday life that even most of us we do it knowingly. The reason why I say knowingly, sometimes it seems we can't avoid it. We end up following to it. It's called rebellion to our spiritual leader. Rebellion to our spiritual leader. If I tell you that no one seated here listening, including me, that have not rebelled, you may not identify it. But you see, rebellion is so tricky. It's so tricky. <laughs> Let's read Genesis 3 verse 6. The Bible says, when the woman... He said, the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious. And she wanted to, she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Ate it. He said, then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. Now, this is what I want you to focus on here. She saw that the fruit was delicious. And she wanted the wisdom that it would give her. While the Lord said to both of them, do not eat of this fruit. Who represent the, the leader of the house? The leader of your personal family home? Perhaps your parent tell you son do not go to that neighbor house please I don't want you to mingle with these people they saw something ahead of you they knew something is going to happen that will ruin your life and they tell you do not go stay here when you do opposite path because there is something that you thought that is more important very useful that is rebellion now let me bring it down to the church when you begin to appreciate guest speakers message more than the message of your spiritual father pride has come when you begin to neglect their messages I tell you see you you will say no 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 this is not it when you see yourself not appreciating what they're doing 
when you begin to find fault in them, we begin to look at their wrongdoings. Be careful. The invisible enemy is about to destroy you. That is pride. It's pride. I tell you, he killed more faster than cancer. The reason why I emphasize it again, so that you know how rapidly it is. Pride has killed destinies. You will see great men of God who started so well, suddenly everything cut off. Church crumble. Why? Pride. You are being introduced in a congregation to preach. Suddenly you say, why would it why would they introduce me by my name? Don't you know I'm a bishop? I'm prophet. I'm prophetess. I'm this and that. I'm Mr. What? What Mr. Are you? That is pride that is eating you up. Why didn't you call me uncle? Man, seriously. I, you know, you see some people. They, you know, they, they so much adore seniority. The way they, they ask you question. Who are you to talk to me like that? See, apart from the point I'm making known to you, there are other hidden signs of pride in your life that personally only you will ask the Lord to open your eyes to identify them. Because those ones, I may not know them because they are in your personal life you have to begin to dig the ground expose them as the light to shine and expose those hidden darkness in your life amen are we learning something sure I thought I'm I hope I'm not taking your time okay you know the, the next point is self praise uh-huh. <laughs> I hope you know this one very well. <laughs> Self-praise. Self-praise. I thank the Lord for opening my eyes and showed me all these things. Self-praise. Self-praise. You know, I watch uh, uh, a clip where some young people you know gather someone made a comment among them there if you see how he prays himself oh my god you thought this guy is not from this world maybe he made his own word entirely and dwell in it only him like i'm this i'm that man have you have you met some people that when you when you're having conversation with them they tell you how good they, they are in at everything Mr. Perfect <laughs> that is pride I'm too good man I'm you know when when you come in preaching I, you see I have watched so many sermons that I said Lord oh. I see their own fault when they were preaching 
what they say, how they, they make, how they present themselves to the crowd, to the congregation. Now, when the Lord was speaking to me about speed, their spirit, the death of King Uzziah, I never knew that everything was coming back. The finger that I was pointing, the four was coming back to me. How many people have you pointed out of being proud or being so perfect they claim they are and you knew these guys are too proudful? Can you point back to yourself today and ask yourself, what are those areas that I'm so proud of that is killing me? You know, the Bible talks about is done for. Now, let's go down deep. You've seen the signs of pride. These are the things that pops the head of King Hosea that caused him to went into the tabernacle of the Lord. Now, look at how he's falling. I'm going to give you the, uh, you know, uh, Dan, uh, Ezekiel. Let's read Ezekiel 28, 17. Ezekiel 28, 17. Is that? Okay. He said, your heart was filled with what? Pride. Because of all your beauty, your wisdom was corrupted by your love of splendor. He says, so I threw you to the ground and exposed you to the curious gaze of kings. Pride lead to downfall downfall imagine Satan was the best angel God have ever created but he was dethroned he was kicked out not even he, he was not replaced only he was kicked out disgracefully out of his office and let me tell you when he was kicked out, that office was not empty. Do you know who replaced the office? It's you and I. That is why he's chasing after you. That is why he's coming as invisible enemy. So that you also will be kicked from your own office. We don't really understand it. Why am I powerful? Why things are going wrong? I'm praying nothing is happening. My vision is no longer there. No more dreams. No more revelation. What is happening to me? That is Mr. Pride. He wanted to be kicked out from the same office where he was kicked out. And I believe you are saying no to that. Look at King Nebuchadnezzar. In Daniel 5 verse 20. The Bible says when his heart and his mind was puffed up with arrogancy. He was, it was, he, said, he was brought down from his royal throne and stripped off of his what? Glory. He was stripped off completely. The Lord sent him into the forest. You know, I, I, I see it as, hey man, go to school. Send him to school. You need to go and learn. You need to go and learn how to be, how to be humble. I want you to learn. Go in, his own school was the worst school. He become, you know, inmate with animals. Monkeys was his inmate. 
they, they, they were all in the same class but I know as God gave him grace and restored him when he confessed Christ when he said Lord I'm sorry that you are saying the same word today you are saying Lord I have recognized I have identified this pride that is dealing with me that has that is that has taken me off from my office I'm so sorry please restore me amen you know the Bible speaks in second Chronicle 26 verse 21 how King Hosiah was struck with leprosy he was excluded not just was he excluded in fact he could never step his foot into what in the tabernacle of the Lord and he was replaced by his own son this is the prayer I want you to pray I want you to ask the Lord let this proud King Uzziah in my life die today that I will never be replaced by another because the enemy wants you to be replaced let me tell you if you have been taken away from your office mind you someone is going to fill your space instantly when you are busy sinning against God the angels of the Lord are busy looking for someone else to replace you when you are busy proudly in your life it's going to happen like a dream to you you see someone doing what you were supposed to do even better than you he's a king he was replaced by his own son his days were shortened if he has 60 or 100 years he lived only 60 if he has 100 he lived 60 40 was wasted everyone rejected him because of leprosy do you know that pride could cause people to stay far from you pride will chase people away they don't want to come everyone will look at you and say now that guy if I go I know how he talks he's going to insult me I know how he did his own things no let me stay away from him I don't want to go close to him that is pride that people identify can you just close your eyes and say Lord may I never be replaced by another talk to the Lord Father may I never be replaced by another because of pride let the proudly Uzziah in my life die that I will remain in my office that I will walk into your presence day and night and serve you with all my heart that the veil the veil of spiritual pride will fall off from my eyes If you have prayed that prayer say amen amen you know 
I, I love this word from the book of Matthew 2 verse 20. You know, the reason why I say the, the, the proud in you have to die is because when you see what pride does and how, you know, he pursues men, you'll be very careful. Look at the life of Jesus when he was born. Who was chasing after him? The Bible said in Matthew 2 verse 20, he said, get up. This is angel of the Lord talking to Joseph. He said, the angel said, take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel because those who were trying to kill him, kill the child, are dead. Spiritual pride chases after you every second of your life. His plan is nothing else than to kill. And if you don't kill what want to kill you, you can never be free. You have to identify those things and kill them and be free. Amen. Now because the king Hosiah have died, because the, the pride in you this morning, you prayed and asked God to give you victory is dead. Now look at what happened to Isaiah the prophet. He said in the same verse 1, he said, I saw because the veil had been taken away. The, 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 the curtain that was closed for him had been opened. He was able to see at this moment. When he said, I saw, who did he saw? It's just like the John the Baptist, you know, John, when he wrote Revelation, Revelation 4, verse 2, he said, Instantly, I was in the spirit. I was in the spirit and I saw a throne in heaven and someone sitting on it. The same thing, you know, is like and a tinkle of eyes you have a pain in your leg that couldn't allow you to walk you were given an injection or a pill suddenly you feel free like man I can walk the same thing happened to Isaiah you know I want you to fix yourself in this place there is two people in your life Isaiah and Isaiah Isaiah want to climb high. Isaiah, which is the pride, is saying no to you. If Isaiah didn't die, Isaiah wouldn't have moved. So this is the time Isaiah was able to see. He was taken in a trance instantly. He said, I saw. Who did he saw? The Lord God Almighty. He saw the Lord and the bible said in the book of john 12 verse 41 it said isaiah was referring to jesus when he said this because he saw the future and spoke of the messiah glory isn't that an honor to to be taken in a trance or vision to see the glory of the lord This is what happened to Isaiah after the death of King Hosiah. He saw the magnificent throne. He saw our Lord Jesus and he spoke of his glory. Where? That, you know, 
Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Philippians 2 verse 9. Can we have Philippians 2 verse 9? He said, therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him what? The name above other names. Next. At, at the mission, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth. Now, see this. His vision that he saw was after the death of the proudly Uzziah. Now, he was taken into the realm. What happened? He saw the Lord. Not just did he saw the Lord. He saw, you know, his, how he conquered the Satan. Because what he was seeing was the future of Christ Jesus coming into the earth. When he died, God gave him name that is above every other name. His throne was higher. His, you know, the, 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 there is no kingdom, no authority that could compare or stand with his kingdom. He said he was given a highest name. A highest name. He didn't just end there. Isaiah also saw something that is so, so sweet that I love here. He said his train filled, the train of his robe filled the temple. The train of his robe fills the temple. Can we read our 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16? The Bible says, Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God do what? Lives in you. His glory, the train of his glory fills the temple. There was no space. Christ has died and give you freedom. He's, the, the spirit of the Lord is upon you. And you are the temple of God. You, are, you ought to live like Christ. You have, there, is, there shouldn't be space for anything else apart from the spirit of God dwelling inside of you. Amen. Amen. If you read Isaiah 6 verse 2, Isaiah 6 verse 2, he said, Attending him was mighty seraphim, each having six wings. They cover their faces. We too, they cover their face. We too, they cover their foot. We too, they flew. Now, this place, I want to draw your attention to something that the Lord opened my eyes to see. We are the same. We are in the same position on earth here, just like the angels, like just like the seraphim. We should be so eager to stick at the foot of the master, waiting to carry out his instruction. This angels, this seraphim, they are not there just to look at the face of Jesus or to move around him. They are there to carry out instructions. And so are you.
next they cover their faces they dare not gaze direct at the face which is the glory of Jesus sitting on the throne no one no eyes have seen the Lord Moses saw the Lord but not his he didn't see he didn't look at God straight you know you it's impossible for you to look at the Sun imagine you staring at the Sun can you how can you stare at the face of the master the creator of the whole universe because if this universe was created is the glory of Jesus that fuels this earth you can't gaze at his face even the angel the seraphim Job saw him in a cloud in a wide wind he couldn't look he said, I saw the Lord not face to face the presence of Elohim was there when Apostle Paul saw Jesus he didn't see him face to face that was a lightning Jesus have to tell Apostle Paul this is who I am but sometime we want to you know take his place like the next point says they cover their feet they recognize what their lowness even in a divine service in the presence of Elohim they recognize this is who I am I cannot claim something else I have to remain humble here when you are being used by God when the anointing is flowing do you see yourself more than a servant I love what daddy shared last night on what is servant it's like he finished even the sermon I was about to share today your worthy servant how how did you how did you accept yourself did you say to yourself that I'm worthy of this service they cover their leg because we are not worthy to even stand around him but we when the pride come we forgot we who we are we begin to speak things that are not right the next thing I want us to understand here is say we too they flew this is the place that you have to be very very careful we too they flew the Bible main mention in verse 1 that the whole tabernacle was filled with the train of his what rope which means there was no space there is nothing that God wants from you except submission except humbling yourself before him when you see great men of God people individuals they are doing great in their life they begin to take the glory that God deserves that is pride but this is what Isaiah saw and God want us to learn from the vision of Isaiah my son my daughter even in your great divine service in my presence in my house in my kingdom nothing should come in between my glory nothing there was no space 
I watched the video for uh, burning him when he was ministering long time ago. You know, he said the presence of God is going to dwell in this altar. All the foreign pastors, when that is done, I want every one of you to come and encounter the presence of the Lord by yourself. You know what he did? He stepped aside. He told every protocol, is everyone out from the stage. Have you stepped out for the presence of Elohim to have his way? Or are you standing in his way? When you stand in his way, there is nothing will manifest. Nothing will happen. But when you step aside, he will have his way. And he will do great things through you. Now the, uh, let's uh, round down to Isaiah 5. Isaiah 5. So in this place, Isaiah 6 verse 5, he said, then Isaiah said to himself, this is Isaiah speaking, he said, it's all over. I am doomed. For I am a sinful man I have futile lips and I live among the people with a futile lips. Yet I have seen the King, the Lord of Heaven's army. Let me tell you, when God wants to take you into your next prophetic calling, He will give you a revelation. No prophet, read from the scripture, read other prophets you see in today's generation. None of them amount to the high throne without revelation they see revelation God reveals something to them that changed them automatically I have watched uh, the, the encounter of our great uh, grandfather Emmanuel Makandewa how will encounter the Lord he spoke of how the smoke was in that field people were running from far place to come and see what is happening which fire that is burning there was no fire that is the presence of Elohim speaking to his son give him instruction here what Isaiah spoke he was taking an instruction to pass on to us also just as he has allowed me to speak the same instruction to you and I pray that you will encounter the Lord as you are moving into your next calling today and heaven will be open that you will receive the instruction. Amen. When he spoke of this, it's just like Job, you know, when Job asked God question, he said, why me? What have I done wrong? He didn't sin against God by, you know, cursing God. He's just why? We call it just, but to God is not right. When God asked him question, he said, I take my words back. I sit in the ashes of dust for I repent of my sin. Can we put our hands on our, on our, on our chest and say, Lord, I repent of my sin. Just say this word, Lord, I repent of my sin. I repent of my sin. From the depth of your heart, Lord, I repent of my sin. And verse 6 says, Then one of the seraphim flew 
to me with a burning coal and he took it from where from the altar with a pair of tongues he took it from the altar i saw this altar in the presence of jesus as the altar of blood the coal represent the blood of jesus because when he was put in the in the you know the next verse he said he he touched my lips with it and said see this coal has touched your lips now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven that is the blood of jesus isaiah you know see this is i was i, I was so shocked i'm like wow isaiah received grace even in the old testament he was forgiven of his sin the bible say the bible didn't say that he was just for he said it was removed completely so the same thing have happened to you when christ died when you confess christ your sin was blocked out you were completely free and I, this morning believe me you are completely free in jesus name and because of these isaiah in verse 8 you know now he's more convinced wow my sin is forgiven he has the boldness to answer his call the scripture said then i have the lord asking whom should i send as a messenger to these people who will go for us and i said here i am send me he was overwhelmed by the forgiveness of his sin he was overwhelmed by the newness he carried now he's convinced yes i can obtain this office i can fulfill the mandate that has been given to me he said here i am send me i believe someone listening and watching as many of us that are seated we are saying lord here i am send me because why jesus have washed my sins away i've been forgiven i'm no longer a slave to sin yes no condemnation for me because i am in christ jesus because the lord said go who will i send and i said i will go the lord said now go if you read the book of matthew which is the last verse Matthew 28 verse 19 he said therefore go and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you he said and be sure of this I am with you always even the end of the age one thing I want you to hold on so fast is the Lord has sent you. You don't need to ask, what should I do now? My sins have been forgiven. Now I know that I've been free because I confess my sin and at the same time I have killed the, the proudly Uzziah in me. Where should I go? The Lord said, go ye to the ends of the earth actually in isaiah verse 9 he said go and tell these people of mine here but don't conceive don't understand but here i bring you this word because it's not the will of god for any to perish 
but for all to receive Christ and have it in abundance. This morning, the Lord said, go. I'm with you to the very end of this age. God bless you. Shall we rise up on our feet as we pray and thank God. Father Lord, we exhort you this morning. We thank you because you are Elohim. Thank you because you have done what we cannot do. Thank you for opening our eyes to see our shortcomings. Thank you for opening our eyes to this invisible spiritual pride that is killing us. And thank you for setting us free. Therefore, Lord Jesus, I prayed for as many that is hearing the sound of my voice, including those sitting here, Abba Father, that you give them more revelation of any hidden spiritual pride in their lives. And I pray that you give them victory in the name of Jesus. Be glorified in their life. Thank you for you have done it for us. Be thou glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. We believe that you are blessed by the word. We would love for you to be a guest on any of the weekends on a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. or a Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. For more information, please visit our website, dreamingrevival.com.